You're listening to the Winsight Podcast Network. Increase covers, not costs. It's time to level up with Talk, the restaurant industry's leading reservation platform. Join today using promo code RESTAURANTS3 for three months free off of your base subscription. Terms and conditions apply. Go to jointalk.com slash podcast. That's jointalk.com slash podcast. McDonald's is bringing back a grimace this summer. Winners of the annual James Beard Awards for Chefs and Restaurants were announced Monday night. And Taco John's is looking for a new CEO. Welcome to RB Daily. Quick look at the industry's top stories from the editors of Restaurant Business. I'm Joe Guskowski, Senior Editor at RB. And I'm RB Associate Editor Reina Estrada. McDonald's is going with Grimace this summer. The burger giant is making its purple blob-like mascot the main character in a marketing campaign set to begin next week. It will feature a Grimace birthday meal featuring a Big Mac or a 10-piece chicken McNuggets, fries, and a limited edition purple shake. Grimace has been a popular feature on social media for the chain in recent years. A Grimace pool float last year proved so popular that numerous customers could not get one. McDonald's marketing has leaned on nostalgia for characters like that recently, with considerable success. All right, summer of Grimace, here we come. Winners of the annual James Beard Awards for Chefs and Restaurants were revealed at a gala event in Chicago Monday night, a joyful and stylish affair designed to celebrate the rich diversity of the restaurant industry. Gregory Gorday's restaurant Khan in Portland, Oregon was named Best New Restaurant. The Philadelphia concept Friday, Saturday, Sunday was named Outstanding Restaurant. And the Outstanding Restaurateur Medal went to Ellen Yin of High Street Hospitality Group in Philly. Natalia Vallejo, the first Puerto Rican chef to win a Beard Award, won for Best Chef South. Her restaurant Cocina El Fondo is in San Juan. And Sherry Pocknett, who won a Best Chef Northeast, became the first indigenous woman to take home a medal for her work at Sly Fox Den 2 in Charleston, Rhode Island. Taco John's is looking for a new CEO. Jim Creel, who has been the chief executive with the Mexican chain for six years, is retiring at the end of 2023, the company said on Tuesday. It has started to look for a new replacement and expects to announce one in the coming months. Creel has been a fixture at the chain since 2000, but decided now was a good time to retire. The union trying to organize Starbucks said it has been kicked off Instagram for allegedly violating the social media platform's community rules. Starbucks Workers United said it was informed by the service's parent, Meta, that its SB Workers United account was being sanctioned for posing as another party, but said it had no knowledge of engaging in such a ruse. The union claims to have 50,000 Instagram followers. Speaking of Starbucks, the coffee chain is apparently considering delivery-only locations again. CFO Rachel Ruggieri told investors on Tuesday that the company is considering different types of real estate as it continues its U.S. expansion, which includes more pickup units and potentially delivery-only locations. The company has only recently pushed delivery heavily domestically, but now says that it is growing a part of its business, which may warrant a look at locations that only serve delivery customers. Of course, the best returns come from its drive-through locations, currently 70% of the 9,000 company-run cafes. Subway wants to sell a lot more footlongs in China. The sandwich chain announced a 4,000-unit development deal in the fast-growing country with Shanghai Fu Rui Shi Corporate Development, or FRS. 
The deal will be funded by a consortium of private investors. It will multiply the number of Subway restaurants in China by seven over the next two decades. FRS will have exclusive rights to oversee Subway's development in China and expects to name a CEO with considerable experience overseeing QSR brands in the country. Always wanted to invest in Twin Peaks but didn't want any part of Fatburger? You may soon get your chance. Fat Brands on Tuesday said that it plans to spin off the restaurant chain, which has taken to call a, quote, sports lodge dining concept and an upcoming IPO. The company would still own a majority of interest in Twin Peaks, but Fat Brands believes that shareholders would get the benefit of Twin Peaks growth if it were traded separately. It is uncertain when Fat Brands plans to take Twin Peaks public, but it expects Twin Peaks to have 115 locations by the end of the year. Fat Brands owns Fat Burger, Fazoli's, Johnny Rockets, and several other non-restaurant chains. Chipotle said a net of about 25 positions have been cut in a reorganization of corporate support centers. The move included adding new positions in several areas, including development, international, digital marketing, data and analytics, and food safety. But the company also restructured some teams for efficiencies and eliminated some roles between the two offices, which are in Newport Beach, California, and Columbus, Ohio. The company now also has support center staff to work in the office Monday through Thursday, with Friday remaining an optional remote workday. And that should do it for today's episode of RB Daily. Tune in every weekday on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Raina Estrada. And I'm Joe Guskowski. Have a great day. Increase covers, not costs. It's time to level up with Talk, the restaurant industry's leading reservation platform. Join today using promo code RESTAURANTS3 for three months free off of your base subscription. Terms and conditions apply. Go to jointalk.com slash podcast. That's jointalk.com slash podcast.